Hey guys, this is Jacqueline, your host. Welcome back to Amigapreneur on this holiday week. I just wanted to take a moment this week and thank all of you for listening and supporting the podcast since it's relaunched last year and for supporting my guests as they grow their dreams and share their wisdoms with you. I am truly honored that every week the podcast grows more and more. If there is anything you'd like to hear from me or from my guests, or in maybe any way that I can improve, please don't hesitate to let me know in the comments. You can always feel free to email me directly at amigapreneur at gmail.com. If you are new to the podcast, don't forget to subscribe. This podcast features women of color who are entrepreneurs and creatives, and we focus on life transition from feeling stuck to taking action. The biggest thing I think that we struggle with besides dealing with change and perhaps letting go of what suddenly shifted, be it a career change, maybe divorce, or even deciding to start a new business, is our mental patterns and habits. Because of this, I brought in a woman who has really manifested the things she wants in her life. Melissa Vanos manifested a six-figure life from a starting point of 20 to 30K a year. She then went on to manifest her ideal soulmate and now husband. I actually met Melissa at an event she and Wendy Amara, a future podcast guest, were hosting called Manifest Day. I've always been interested, and yes, I've heard of these, you know, so-called gurus speaking about manifesting, and definitely a lot of the women that I follow and admire um, talk about manifesting, but I felt that I always had to like puzzle things together what manifesting actually looks like and what is required. So for me, I don't know about you, but I need you to break down the steps and make it as clear as you can. It also helps me to know people who are actually doing this. So I wanted to invite more of these six-figure manifestors on the show, especially since we're looking at 2019 right around the corner. I wanted them to break down the steps so it feels more tangible and doable for the rest of us. Here's Melissa on manifesting a six-figure life and soulmate. Maybe about six months ago, I I, um, I started to feel a lot of anxiety, and I'm, I'm, I've never felt really this, like never felt anxiety before, not like this in my life. Um, but you know, there were moments during the day where, you know, like I was trying to eat dinner and my two year old was, you know, whining or crying. And my nine year old was like, you know, also wanting my attention and I could just feel like my stomach and even just like my nerves were on edge and when I identified it as anxiety, I started to look deeper into that. Like what, why am I feeling so anxious? And these feelings are coming up um, more and more frequent. And I'm also having more and more frequent um, abdominal issues <laughs> or tummy issues, I should say. So when I started to look into that, you know, why was I feeling this way? I realized that, um, you know, all of the things, like I listen to a lot of um, entrepreneurial podcasts, mm -hmm. you know, because I drive a lot for work. 
And so, and I was listening to entrepreneurial um, podcasts and audiobooks because I had started my, I started a virtual, an, an online business, and a virtual training business. Um, and so I was like, well, I need to learn, you know, like how to get this going and how to make it work. So when I did that, um, like the things that I was listening to, like the Gary V and the, um, you know, Marie Forleo and uh, Seth Godin and Patrick Bet David and um, Grant Cardone. <laughs> I, um, you know, it was all about like doing that hustle and that side hustle and you know, doing whatever it takes and everything that it takes to, to, um, you know, to build a business. Right. And so what was happening to me was I was feeling, you know, the pressure and the desire to build my virtual business. Um, and at the same time, like feeling torn between doing that and like spending time with my kids. And like being present for my kids um, and that's what was causing my anxiety is constantly feeling torn so that's when um, I decided that I needed to change <laughs> that things needed to change I needed to stop listening to um, all the all this you know all about that hustle um, podcasts and audiobooks and then sort of go back to um, like my roots of like how I created all the success that I already had in my life, right? So that's when I made the shift and the decision to, to transition. So that was huge. That was about six months ago for me. So tell us kind of, well, number one, I want to talk about that. We're always listening to inspirational things or following people that we think, well, we want their success. Let us follow what they're doing. Not realizing that their life is very different from ours, right? What their right. maybe requires. We also have our own bl blueprint, excuse me, of how we grew up and why we do the things we do. And maybe there was a parent. Um, that worked really hard. So we feel we have to work really hard, right? Um, and so kind of talk about that a little bit, how you realize their life is not my life and still, you know, recognizing, you know, that yes, they are successful. Yes, this works for them. But what works for you and what you started doing moving forward? Yeah, so, you know, I was like, one, like, having success in my life has never been difficult. And two, um, the things, you know, the audiobooks and the podcasts that were, that I was listening to were very masculine. Mm. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. We all, we all tap into masculinity and femininity, no matter what gender you are. But I kind of felt like, and, and at the same time, I still love these people deeply. <laughs> And I still love the work that they, you know, that they do. And I love their inspiration. But I felt like at this time in my life where, you know, I'm 
still working my full-time job and I have kids, small kids at home. Um, I needed to scale back on, on those things. So when I realized I was like, wait a minute, like I've had a lot of success in my life, um, without hustling <laughs> and without, without, um, like working so hard. And for me, what got me all of my success in the past was the law of attraction and, and manifesting the things that I wanted in my life. So like, for example, when I, um, when I first started to get into the law of attraction and, and, you know, and manifesting in my life, like, this is the way like I manifested my amazing husband. Like we were on 10, we've been married now for 10 years. Um, and we're still like more, we're just, we're more connected and more loving than we've ever been in our entire relationship. And that's kind of hard to believe because we've been very connected and loving from the beginning. <laughs> but, um, you know, I've manifested my amazing husband. I manifested my amazing kids you know, in the beginning of, um, my manifesting journey, I was making, maybe making like, I don't know, like 15,000 to $20,000 a year. And in just a sh couple of short months, I went from making $20,000 a year to making $120,000 a year in just a couple short months and all just through the work of through of manifestation. Um, and in that process, I never once had a business card. I never had a website. <laughs> I never like, you know, promoted myself or put myself out there. I just like, I just manifested it. Like I, I manifested like my first client and then I manifested my next client and then my next client. And then from there, my clients were referring me to more clients and it just, I just, it just boomed. And it was all just from who I was being, um, that got me all of the, all of the, all of my business and success. Um, so yeah, <laughs> So for somebody that's that's listening to this, right? And it's like, how did you go from 20 to 100 just manifesting? Because I think when the secret came out, everyone's like, just put your vision board up and it'll just show up, right? Mm -hmm. And a lot of people were like, no, you actually have to do the work. <laughs> but I think we have these two things, right? Because I've spoken to friends that have really hustled hard and then got what they wanted and they lost it. And then when they got, you know, more spiritual or more aligned with who they were, things started happening and they weren't even like working as hard as they had in the past. So I think there's, there's this maybe confusion or not understanding of what exactly the work is and how exactly those step work. So for someone looking on the outside that is making 20 a year and couldn't possibly imagine you know, making, you know, six figures in a few months, what exactly does manifestation mean? Like, what exactly did you do? What were your steps that changed things um, so dramatically um, for you? Yeah, so um, 
This is great. So, yes, I saw the movie The Secret, right? And I loved it so much. And I think I sort of put it out there like, oh, I want to know more. Like, I want to learn more. And so then um, this also manifested itself into my life. I, my friend was holding a book and it was called, I saw the book. I was like, oh, what are you reading? And she said, oh, it's asking, it is given. It's, and it was about manifesting. I was like, oh, I want that book. <laughs> like I was like, oh, this is it. So it, the book is based on the teachings of Abraham Hicks. Mm -hmm. And so I read that book and that book was really powerful. And I have to say, like, I, I manifested my husband reading that book, like literally <laughs> while I was reading it. Um, so um, the authors of that book have written several other books. So there's asking it is given. And then there's another one on money. There's another one on health. There's another one on relation, love and relationships. There's another one about, you know, being in the vortex. I'm not sure exactly sure how many books they have out there, but I think I probably read all of them or most of them in a short amount of time. And some I read and some I did in audiobook form, you know, while I was driving. And, um, and so I feel like it, those books really helped me become the person that attracts, you know, all the success and all of my desires into my life. Um, so yeah, I would say, you know, what you're reading and what you learn and, and then putting it into practice and into play, like, that's how I got to where going, that's how I got from, you know, making $20,000 a year to $120,000 a year in just a couple months. Plus manifesting my husband, plus manifesting my house, and then my second house, and my kids. <laughs> so, so can so you yeah. give us some, some examples of, because I think just going and getting the books isn't enough. There was, because I know there's people out there that have a whole collection. They have okay. a secret and they'll go and get all the books and have all the books, right? Mm -hmm. think they're applying it but I guess what I'm trying to get is some like tangible examples of what are the first three things so you're reading the books right mm -hmm. to apply them and, and just kind of give us an example we'll we'll use you and your husband um, when you were making 20,000 maybe your relationships were looking different right can you give us an example of like what shifted in your mind as far as like, this is the kind of husband I want and who did you start being and how did you start acting? Oh, I love this question so much. So once I was clear about, yes, I want to get married. Yes. I want to have a soulmate. Um, and yes, I believe it's possible because I've seen it. I've seen relationships throughout my life where people are soulmates. <laughs> and so once I got clear about all of that, 
then um, I'll never forget it. So it was uh, January 2008. And January 2008, you know, it was the new year. And so, you know, anytime it's the new year, you think about like, you know, what do you want to declare and what do you want to be, you know, what do you want to accomplish in the year and things like that, right? Mm -hmm. So going into 2008, I was like, I was very clear that the next thing I wanted was what I wanted to be married. I wanted to manifest my marriage. And, and I'm sorry, did you write this down? Because you said the first step was being really clear about you wanting and exactly what you wanted. You wanted a soulmate and you knew that was possible because you've seen those relationships. Did you write this down or you just kind of had that in your head? Um, no, I, th I wrote it down. I did. I wrote it down. I remember I had um, a notepad next to my nightstand and like any time I felt inspired or at night, I would write down, I wrote down, I would, I, this is what I wrote. I wrote, dear God, thank you for my amazing husband. Um, he is kind. He is generous. Um, he loves me unconditionally and I love him unconditionally. So I basically wrote a list of all the amazing things um, that I wanted in a husband and I wrote it as if it already happened. So I wrote it as if, if it had already happened before it happened. Mm. <laughs> These are all really good questions. <laughs> And did you read this every night or you were just like, you wrote it down, I'm clear. And did you keep that in your mind or did you keep rereading it? I didn't reread it. I just, it was written and it was, it's like, you know, when you write a story and it's like, okay, it's been written. And then you kind of just let it go. Mm -hmm. And then, but I would do that every so often. I would do it again. You know, if I felt inspired again, like once I was getting more and more connected as to who my husband was, um, and I would write again. Or if I thought of something new, you know, that inspired me of who my husband was, like my husband is tall, dark, and handsome. Um, my husband is hardworking. Um, my husband, my husband loves God as much as I love God or more. Um, my husband, you know, thank you for my husband who supports me in all the things that I, that I, that I desire. Um, just anything that inspired me about, about men or like if, let's say throughout my day, like I met somebody or I met a, a married couple and I saw, you know, something that I liked about that couple, then I would go back and I would write it down. And like, it kind of sounds like I did a lot of writing. I didn't. And I did clear writing. You were getting more and more clear. On right. Versus right. I think we get instructions like write it down and write everything. But I think for me, it makes more sense because, you know, once you take action, things start to get more and more clear. And if you have it in your mind, um, when you're out, it's like with creativity and you're out, something will just click. And then it'll start coming together. 
So that's definitely what it sounds like, what was happening for you. You, you have put that intention out, you wrote it down, you started writing down things, and then you just kind of put it away. And I think mm-hmm. you had it in your mind throughout the day, you would meet people, qualities, and you're like, oh, this is something I would like. So it's, it's kind of like, yeah, it's, on, it's developing, it's coming, you know, and it also sounds like it was linked to a feeling. And then you were saying, fast forward, that you were talking about the start of the year, and then what happened? Right. So, any, so anytime I wrote about my husband, I always wrote it as if it already was here, right? Like, really got me connected to that feeling of gratitude for having this amazing man in my life. So then in January 2008, I was really clear and I just declared it. I said, I'm going to meet my husband this year and I might even get married this year because that's how clear I was, (laughs) right? I was like, oh no, this is happening. (laughs) Um, So then... um, So, and then I even remember like telling a few friends, like I was like, oh, I'm going to meet my husband this year. Like, I know it, I feel it. And, um, and I might even get married and who knows, maybe I might even get pregnant. Like that's how ready I am, (laughs) you know? And I was excited and I didn't really care if people looked at me like I was crazy or if they believed me or not. Like I was just so connected to that feeling of, like this is what was going to happen for me next. And also sort of being detached to like, okay, you know, if it doesn't happen this year, like I trust that it's happening. Right. Right. So anyway, so then because I declared that and I, and I knew that I was happening, I started, I started to pray to God that he would, that he would prepare me to be a good wife. So, you know, I, you know, I, I was a, an avid churchgoer in those days. And so every Sunday when I went to church, I, I would pray to God, like, prepare me to be a good wife, prepare me to be a good mother, because I know, like, my husband is coming and I want to be ready for him. And I guess it, it just also helped me like step into that more and more. And then anyway, by, and then on Valentine's day, February 14th of 2008, my husband and I had our first date. Oh, wow. <laughs> and not to say like, I'm not big on Valentine's day at all. Like I'm not yeah, I Valentine's day type of person at all (laughs) but whatever I guess the universe chose that day (laughs) for us (laughs) the universe is hilarious (laughs) right (laughs) but um anyway it was uh and then that's it and then we were married by um we got married on November 28th it was Black Friday Mm. Um, of 2008. We got married November 28, 2008. And I was four months pregnant. (laughs) There you go for being a good Catholic girl. (laughs) 
to us about that <gasps> you met your husband, right? Mm -hmm. So it, for me, the steps that I got from you is that you just started re getting really clear. Number one, okay, if this is what I want, I want to get really clear on the type of husband that I want. I'm going to write it down. And then things started happening. Things started coming up because you were very committed once you got clear. But it also sounds like there had to be like a feeling attached to it because you only allowed yourself or it seems like the time you wrote down was when you were really inspired. So I think having that connection to that feeling and being very intentional was is something that took it to a whole other level because we all can write and write, but not be so connected to it or not really have that feeling behind it. And right. then you went the next step, you, you know, once you really own that, this is what I want. I'm clearing it. I'm constantly, you know, I'm out and things will come to me and I'm writing it down when I feel it. And then you started declaring the time and talking to other people about it. And you weren't, like you said, you were committed, but you weren't attached and you started just telling people and you didn't care about whether they believed you or not, you know, and then you went and started, you know, praying about it. Please prepare me to be a good wife because I know he's coming please prepare me to be a good mother because I know that I want to be a mother and, and, you know, asking for that help and that assistant and then becoming that woman, even before, you know, you met him, even before you had children, you started preparing yourself for that. Right. I was already stepping into that role. Right. So talk to us about that in, in business and manifesting um, from 20 to six figures was this all happening at the same time was the business moving that way how did how did your business come along of you not needing to work so hard and going from 20 to making six figures was it the same steps you sat down and got so clean? that sort of happened yeah so that sort of happened like I'm gonna say after I had after I had my baby after I had my first daughter, um, we were living in an apartment in Sherman Oaks and it was nice, you know, um, and you know, we were doing, we were doing well together. Right. And, um, I noticed like our neighbors in the apartment building, like they would step out onto their patio and they would smoke. Right. And then it was like, I couldn't even have like my window open. <laughs> Cause like, you know, I didn't want to smell somebody else's cigarette smoke. Right. And then also like, you know, there's a lot of traffic in Sherman Oaks. So it was like, even like if we needed, it was nice, you know, I could walk to the grocery store. We were close to a whole food. So I would do that often. But like, you know, if we wanted to like go to Costco or like a different or, you know, different grocery store, we would have to drive. And it was like, we would we were sitting in traffic like to go to the grocery store <laughs> and you know the goal was always to like buy a house you know and so I was just like we need to like get a house like we need to buy a house so we were sort of looking at like you know some of the debt that we had and how to pay that off and then also like um you know what we can afford to buy a house and then, okay, well, we definitely need more money coming in if we're going to, you know, pay off some debt and save up money to buy a house. 
And then also like we looked into, cause we were first time home buyers. We looked into getting an FHA loan, which you only need, I forgot, I think 5% or maybe 3% or something like that. And plus, you know, it was like 2000, 2009, 2010, like at that time it was a really good time to buy, right? Because we had the recession in 2008, right? So we really just, we just really got motivated and I really got connected to like, okay, what do I want in a, in a house for my family and I? And, and then I was like, okay, well, I'm going to make more money. <laughs> so then I started like just manifesting more clients and then like just in a couple short months, like we had the down payment for our house. How did you manifest those clients that you always know? Were you already working in that and you just manifested like a larger amount of clients or how exactly? Yeah. So, um, so I was, um, teaching fitness classes at the time and when I looked into, I was like, well, every, I was like, it's funny. Like people keep asking me if I, if I would personal train them. And then I would say, no, like, I'm like, no, like, that's not my thing. Right. Mm -hmm. And then they would ask me and I'd be like, no, no, no. But then once I, once I was like more motivated and then I was like, Hmm, maybe I should look into this personal training thing. <laughs> like, right. And then, so then I looked into it and I was like, Oh, personal trainers make good money. <laughs> I can definitely do this. <laughs> right. I was like, what was all my resistance before? So, so then like, you know, through my fitness classes, people started asking me and I started saying yes. And then I was, so then I just started taking on more and more clients and then I stopped teaching fitness classes and I got more um, personal training clients and I was making really good money. And in the process, what I was doing was I would literally be driving to like the next client or, and I would, and I would tell myself like, I am an amazing personal trainer. Like I am a badass personal trainer. People are lucky to be training with me and they love me so much that they want all of their friends and family to train with me because that's how amazing I am. You know, like, you know, a lot, like, yes, before, like I was shitting bricks and really kind of like, you know, nervous about training a new client and stuff. So I kind of diffused the nervousness and with, by telling myself, that I am an amazing personal trainer and people are lucky to be training with me. And then I would literally show up to a client's house and she would say, you're the most amazing personal trainer I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> and then like, you know, when they would refer me, I'd get referred to other clients and then the new clients and they would say, I heard you're the most amazing personal trainer. So, I want to do this. Like, will you train me? <laughs> so, how did your, now you're doing online, you said, right? Yes. Okay. And how did that, that come along? 
So when I stopped completely uh, teaching fitness classes, I, um, I, it was, it was sort of, it was sort of bittersweet. Like it was, I was happy to stop, but I was also sad, like that I was gonna stop teaching fitness classes because I felt like, you know, when you, when you teach a group of people, like it just feels energetically like more rewarding because there's more people in a group. Um, so when I stopped teaching my last fitness class, I thought, okay, like this is my last day, but it's not going to be the last time that I teach people in a group. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to come back to group fitness, but I'm going to come back in a different way. Meaning like in a, on a, like in a bigger, on a bigger platform. And I don't know what that looks like but I'm declaring it, you know? And so, because I was like, you know, like women need me, like women need like what, you know, what I, what I, what I have to offer, like they need my knowledge. I'm like, so I always taught um, postnatal fitness. That was my specialty. Mm. Um, And so I was just like, you know, there are so many moms out there who are, trying to get back into shape or don't know if they can get their body back. And I know how to do that. So I was like, I'm going to come back to this. I don't know when, and I don't know how, but it's going to be bigger and better on a bigger platform. And so anyway, so then a couple of years later, I ended up having my second baby. Um, and I think I just got reconnected to that of like postnatal women like need my services. They need my expertise and my knowledge. And, and how can I do that on a global platform? Right. So that not just women locally, but women globally can, can get access to, what I know on how to get back into shape and how to get their body back after having a baby Mm. or two or three. So, um, anyway, so then when I, when I was pondering that question, then I created my virtual training program. It's a group training program and it's called the inner theory. And so what it is, is, um, we meet twice a week at night and um, I have a group of moms that meet me online live (laughs) and I take them through a core strengthening workout and it's just 40 minutes and we focus on our core because as you know like when we when we're pregnant and we have our children like our core takes a beating Mm -hmm. you know and then there are all kinds of issues with like then the lower back pain and diastasis recti, which makes you look like you're still pregnant, even though you're not pregnant. And, so, and also like um, having weak pelvic floor muscles, like a lot of moms have trouble controlling their bladder mm-hmm. after having a baby. And a lot of moms, postnatal moms, like also have trouble having an orgasm after having a baby. 
and it's all core related. It's all like muscles that just need to be reminded how to work together and, 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 and get their strength back. So that's what I do. <laughs> I help women um, uh, flatten their tummies, strengthen their core, alleviate their lower back pain, um, have better bladder control, and have amazing orgasms again. <laughs> <laughs> and I do that online. And at the same time, like, I feel like the, this day and age, like most moms work, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, how do you, how do you do it all? Like, how do you, you know, have your career, have, um, you know, have your family and like exercise and look good at the same time. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So I created, you know, the virtual program because one, you don't have to leave your house, right? Mm. Two, you're doing it, you know, when your kids are asleep, you know, or they should be asleep or almost asleep, right? Because most of us put our kids down around 8. Mm. So we meet at 8.15 p.m. And three, it's just 40 minutes of just strength training um, exercises, mm. right? And then four, you get the accountability because we're meeting live and you have a personal trainer and there are other moms in the group. So it really creates that level of accountability of like going to a class with friends to work out, right? Mm -hmm. um, so it's sort of a big win, win, win all around. Now, we're, we're coming down at a to the end, but I think what I, what I want to get from you is what are some of the lessons that you have learned on your manifestation journey and your now like online business entrepreneurial journey? What would be your like top three lessons that you've learned? The biggest one is that you have to become the person that attracts what you want into your life. So you really get, you have to step into that. Like you have to put on her shoes and, and walk into that, step into that. And because when you become that person, then she will act right. Mm -hmm. She will take necessary steps to, to create the life that she wants or to attract the life, the, the attract what she wants into her life, whether it's the husband, the money, um, uh, peace, relaxation, um, success right? Or even like the career that she wants. Mm. Um, so the other thing that we did, um, my best friend and I, because we're huge on manifesting, right? Mm -hmm. We've been manifesting together. We've been sharing our manifesting journey together for the last almost 15 years. And so um, 
one of the things we decided to do recently was to teach all our friends how to how to be better manifestors <laughs> or bigger manifestors and really so we designed um, a program where you really get to step into the person you really get to become the person that attracts everything into your life and so um, it was kind of neat how that happened organically that's a whole nother story but um, so that's the biggest one um, you said you wanted two others <laughs> uh, no so what I got from you is becoming number one like really becoming what what it is that you want right and I would say the second one is um, being grateful um, before it even happens that's huge to so be grateful for what's for the things like for me it was it you know it still is but when I was in the mode of like manifesting my husband and all the success in my life like it was dear God thank you for my amazing husband that 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 dear God thank you for my amazing clients who love me and appreciate me and refer me to all their friends and family that 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 like it was being grateful for what I wanted before it even happened and the third thing oh my god just have fun <laughs> just let go just like let it go and have fun you know just if if yeah have more fun relax more have more fun follow your intuition more follow your highest excitement more i think sometimes like as women we we can be really hard on ourselves right mm -hmm. and i don't know if it's if it's because of our gender <laughs> Or if it's because of our upbringing, right? But we really are our hardest critic. So I would say, like, just relax more and have more fun and trust, you know, that the universe has your back. Which, by the way, I think that's a book. <laughs> I haven't read that book, but there's a book called The Universe Has Your Back. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's it. <laughs> and what do you... I guess the final is, what do you think that some who are maybe being resistant, like really they hear all this, they know all this, what do you think that resistance comes from? Hmm. Is it not believing in themselves or maybe not thinking they're worthy of it? What is it that you think it's like the number one maybe block for people? I would say... Um, limiting beliefs hmm. so everyone has them everyone has them some of them are bigger than others and some of them not as big and but but I'll give you some examples of limiting beliefs um, change is hard hmm. so that's a limiting belief so I just said change is hard so for those who are listening, did you, did you agree with me? Mm. And if you agreed with me, 
then you have then you own that you own that limiting belief right that change is hard or change doesn't happen overnight um another limiting belief could be um i'm not good enough i'm not good enough and so like um you know if you agreed with me <laughs> then you own that limiting belief so sometimes or or like another one like let's say around money like people who have money are greedy or people who have money like sacrificed sacrificed a lot or or worked hard right mm -hmm. or or it was given to them right mm -hmm. like if you you know it's like limiting beliefs about certain topics or even just like um relationships are difficult marriage is hard mm. like if if you're walking around and you have if you know you subconsciously might have or be, might be holding on to these limiting beliefs so that makes it harder to manifest what you want <laughs> if you're holding on to those limiting beliefs. So I would kind of look at, um, I would look at like, what are your limiting beliefs around a certain topic or a category? And then, and then just look at them like, huh, like, look at that, <laughs> you know, like all, all you, all you did was like, you just brought it to your awareness, right? Like you have to bring it to your awareness before you can make a shift before you can make a change. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And then from there, like decide like what your new belief is going to be. Right. Mm -hmm. So if like, for example, the first one I said, change is hard. Um, like, oh yeah, like, huh, I do believe change is hard. How funny, but is that really true? Ha have I, have I experienced change in my life where it wasn't hard or where it was easy? Yes, I have. No, change can be easy. Change mm -hmm. is easy. Change is easy. Change is fun. Change makes me a better person. Like change is fun. Change is good. You know, sort of start to step into that so just bringing your limiting of, of beliefs to your to your awareness mm -hmm. and then um deciding what your new beliefs were, are going to be i would say like i think that's what what the blocks are what the blocks might be about I love this interview so much. Uh, thank you for the opportunity to talk to you and to your listeners. Um, if there's anyone that's interested in becoming the person that attracts everything that they want into their life, uh, please go to manifestday.com. We have a one-day experiential workshop where you step into your future self and become the person that attracts all of your heart's desires into your life so powerfully. Um, this is a very super effective, magical day. It's 
so amazing. It'll blow you away. Um, if anyone, if there are any busy moms who are interested in getting their body back um, in a very safe and effective way, um, go to theinnertheory.com and um, you can check out our virtual training program there. You can find us on Facebook at Manifest Day or um, at The Inner Theory, <laughs> also on Facebook. Um, yeah, and if, you, if anyone just wants to email me directly, you can email me at melissa at embracetheburn.com. <laughs> Thanks, guys.